Good morning, church. Uh, you may have uh, noticed uh, that we're missing a few people. Uh, Eric, primarily, who would be giving the sermon today, but today we're doing something a little bit different, bit, but yet very special. Today we're going to be having a prayer service in that time slot that is reserved for the sermon message. So what we're going to have is five other people besides myself come up here one at a time and lead this congregation, leave everybody, lead everyone who's watching online before the throne of grace. It's before the throne of grace where we can ask for help in our time of need. So it was interesting, uh, about four weeks ago, we just finished a small group. Many of you probably uh, uh, participated in, uh, not a fan. But during the small group, um, we started discussing uh, the thought or idea of having a prayer service in place of the sermon during a Sunday morning worship service. And as we started to uh, talk a little bit further, we started to get excited at the prospects of this. So as, as we didn't know at the time, but God knew, um, circumstances uh, uh, worked out to where it just made sense. That circumstances were such, you know, Eric was, is on vacation, Ken is out of state, who was going to give the message today, but was unable to because he's called away. And like I said, God organized this uh, day, this prayer service, and um, we should uh, be thankful and uh, and just uh, we're thankful that God would use us at least in part through our prayers to bring about His will. So that's what we're going to do today. We're going to, each of the, the five prayers has a particular prayer topic or, or prayer direction. We're going to petition the Lord. We're going to go before the throne of grace and we're going to seek his divine will and intervention in the things we pray for. Who knows uh, who believes that we need more of God's help here in this world, in our cities, in our state, in our country, in the world at large? We need a lot of grace. We need a lot of help. So that's why today's prayer service is very special. These prayers are prayers that are coming from our heart, and we hope to lead you all everyone uh, here and watching online before the throne of grace. So that is the reason for this prayer service, but it is uh, explained in Hebrews 4.16, which says, Let us therefore come boldly before the throne of grace, that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in the time of need. There is great need in the world. There is great need in our community, in Portage, Kalamazoo, and the surrounding area. 
So that's why we're having this prayer service. It's an awesome privilege when you think of it. That God, through our prayers, carries out his will. At least in part, like I said. It's an awesome privilege to be able to come before the throne of grace. You think of all the kings and queens and high dignitaries around the world that the common people do not have access to, direct access to. But we, who are called his children, his church, we have direct access to the King of kings and Lord of lords any moment of any day. Wow, that's a powerful thought. And I am so honored and privileged to do my part in leading us all before the throne of grace. Before we begin to pray, however, there's just a couple of thoughts I have. Let us approach him with a repentant heart, with praise, with thanksgiving, with reverence, and with an expectancy to see God move in the areas that we pray for. For he is worthy, he is faithful. My particular prayer focus or direction, prayer topic, uh, it is that of that ODC would be faithful servants and spread the gospel to Portage, Kalamazoo, and our surrounding area. So with uh, that thought in mind, if you'd please bow your head and we will go to him and we will pray for intervention. Father, we praise you and we give you thanks. You alone, Father, are the one that we seek to help in our time of need. Help us to be faithful servants. Help us to surrender daily to the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Teach us, Lord, to daily pick up our cross and follow after you. Cultivate within us, Father, compassion for the lost. Help us to overcome our fear of witnessing to people sharing your gospel truth. Father, open doors for us to have conversations with people, to either water a seed that was planted before or to plant a whole new seed that the Holy Spirit can then begin to work with and provide the increase. Father, when we speak with people, help us to have the right attitude, not puffed up or arrogant, or trying to win an argument. But may we speak in love, humility, and sincerity. Father, help us to love what you love and help us to hate what you hate. We praise you, Lord. We love you. May we be in the center of your will. Father, we're, you know we're having 
the drive-through prayer coming up soon. We have the neighborhood saturation, which is really getting to know our neighbors. And then we have the open house coming up. And then we're going to have some vendor events to where we're going to be out in the public. Help us to be your ambassadors that boldly proclaim your truth that Jesus Christ is the only way to the Father. Change us, Father, into the image of your Son. Praise you, and we love you, and we go forward in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Good morning. Um, you'll notice in the bulletin that I have the next prayer focus, which uh, was suggested by me last week because it is near and dear to my heart, which is back to school time. If anybody is not aware, I am a math teacher at Gull Lake High School. This is year 28 for me teaching. <clears throat> so this was one that was naturally put on my heart, and I was just foolish enough to suggest it where Andy could then say, hey, that's a great focus. You want to do that? Yep. So that, that, was, that was the spirit leading me right there. So um, if you'll bow with me, let's go to the Lord. Father God, we thank you so much for the children that you have blessed us with. We know that Psalm 127 calls them both a gift and a reward from you. And Father, we thank you that we are able to live in a country in which all of our children have an opportunity to be educated, whether that be private, public, or homeschooled. We thank you so much for all the blessings that our children bring to us. Father, let us recognize the incredible, awesome responsibility that we have in raising children. The words of Proverbs 22 commands us to train our children up in the way they should go so that when they are older, they will not depart from that training. Lord, let us acknowledge that we, the body of the church, share in the responsibility of helping parents instruct their children. And Lord, let us realize that if we do not teach our children right from wrong, Father, our world will certainly teach them that. And that is a thought that should scare every one of us down to the deepest parts of our soul. Father, I pray for three things specifically for back-to-school time. First, I pray for the protection for all the children that are going back to school. Father, I pray that you keep them from both physical harm but also spiritual harm. Father, I pray that the evil forces that are trying to corrupt the minds and the hearts of our kids, that they be stopped dead in their tracks. Jesus himself said in Matthew 18, it's better for someone to have a millstone hung around his neck and drowned in the lake rather than cause a little one to stumble. Father, we ask that those forces do not, they will not be able to get into the hearts and minds of our young ones. Father, I also pray for the wisdom for parents. 
Father, let the parents instruct their children in godly ways to prepare them for what they're going to face at school. <clears throat> Father, let the parents realize, or make sure that their children are raised in Christ, not just in church, but that their children are raised in Christ. Father, let the parents be the people to whom the kids go when they have questions or concerns. Father, let the parents know what is being taught in their children's school. Let them be active and stand boldly when they find something that goes against your truth. Father, I pray an extra blessing for homeschool parents as they are literally taking on two full-time roles there. And Father, I also pray for strength and for wisdom for teachers, especially those of us who are believers. Father, I pray that you will help us to stand firm for your truth in a loving way. Father, give us the strength to hold up under the constant bombardment of wicked and demonic ideologies that are now so pervasive. Father, they've gotten into every building of every school district. Father, in an increasingly dark school culture, I pray that us Christian teachers will be beacons of light. And Father, remind us, remind us that we have authority in Christ, that we may designate our classrooms, our classroom space as sanctuaries where no evil will be allowed to take hold and to reside. And Father, that be a constant prayer for us. Father, let us never forget the increasingly hostile environment that schools are becoming to those who believe, whether they be students or teachers. Father, let us equip one another. Father, equip all of us, whether they be student or teachers, to be a shining light within our buildings. We thank you so much for the blessing and the responsibility that our children are for us. Let us not forget how important children are Jesus himself said that our faith must be like a child's faith to enter the kingdom of heaven. Father, we ask that you let nothing corruptive, evil, demonic get into the hearts and minds of our children. Father, we pray all of these things this morning in the name of Jesus. Good morning, precious family. It's good to see your beautiful faces. Um, I agreed to um, participate in today's prayer service um, as prayer is a great, great passion of mine. The topic that I chose, um, after I chose it, I realized it's way too big. It's uh, divine privilege and responsibility as a Christian. And so, as you can imagine, that's a very large topic. <laughs> um, having done um, Not a Fan, um, small groups and videos and, and movie, it was so convicting. 
I, did you not find it that way? I, the message each week just pierced my heart and helped me to understand on a deeper level that we need to be so committed and so fiercely pursuing our Lord that he is the first thing on our minds when we wake up and the last thing on our minds when we go to bed. And throughout the day, that he would just fill our hearts with a zeal and a passion to do his work. Well, if you're like me, you realize I'm, I'm just a frail human, um, but we are filled with his spirit. We do have his power. We do have um, the privilege of being his and having access to him any time we want to come. All we have to do is call to him. And prayer is the perfect vehicle to do that. So uh, um, as I started thinking about it this week, I realized um, one of the stories in the Old Testament from the book of Exodus always spoke to me very profoundly. From Exodus 33, we see that um, Moses uh, would daily set up um, the tent um, of meetings. He would pitch it just outside of the camp, and he would go to meet with the Lord every day. Well, the invitation was open to all of the people to come and meet with the Lord in the tent of meetings, but they wouldn't come. They would stay at the door of their own tent and watch Moses and watch the Shekinah glory come to meet Moses at the tent, and they would even worship in some way, shape, or form in their own tents, but they would not go to the tent of meetings. So God had made this way for them. Now think about this. They had never had access to the Lord. They had always had to go through the priest, right? and sacrifices and all that. They'd never had direct access to the Lord before. But Moses and the Lord had set this up that they could come and meet with him, but they wouldn't come. And so every day they would just watch from afar as uh, Moses met. Now Joshua, his protege, would go in with Moses and probably be silent in fear and trembling, but he was always there. And so it got me thinking that Jesus opened the way for us, correct? We have open access to the Lord any time we want to come, any time. So if you are not coming, what are you saying to the Lord? Are you saying you don't want to meet with him? You don't want to talk to him? You don't want to take that opportunity? that he has given you. So let us not be those people. Let us remember that he is waiting for us at all times to join him. Would you pray with me? Father, you told us in Jeremiah 3.3 3, that we are to call to you and you will answer and tell us great and unsearchable things. We acknowledge, Lord, the privilege that you've given us, that we are your children, 
Help us to continually seek after you, to hunger and thirst after you. Help us to offer up a sacrifice of praise and to confess that you are holy. Father, help us develop spiritual disciplines so that we just don't go through our days, but we use our days with wisdom. Lord, we are able to receive what you are trying to reveal to us and teach us. Help us with that, Lord. Help us to come into your presence with open hearts and open minds, ready to receive. May we come to you not just in time of need, but in adoration and in praise. Help us, Lord, not to be distracted by the busyness of life. We all get too busy. But help us to recognize we desperately need you. You are our living water. You are the bread of life. Guide us and teach us to be discerning. May your Holy Spirit direct and guide our path, our words, and even our thoughts. Protect us from the evil that is so permeating our culture. It is everywhere we look. But give us the strength, the courage, the clarity, and the, your power to be a light in this world. To speak forth the truth of your word to not hesitate, to not be fearful. Father, we delight that we are your children, and we understand we are to live out your word. We acknowledge that we are privileged because we bear your name. We are unworthy too, but indeed we bear your name. So we have the responsibility to be that light on a hill, to stand for and to preserve the truth that our culture does not want to hear. We choose you every day, and we long to meet with you face to face, just like Moses did. Lord, may we continue to receive your blessing as we seek you daily and seek to bless others we are blessed so that we can be a blessing. Help us to live a life of sacrifice and of service. And Lord, from Philippians 1, 9, and 10, and this is my prayer, that your love may abound more and more in knowledge and depth of insight so that you may be able to discern what is best, to be pure and blameless until the day of Christ filled with the fruit of righteousness that comes through Jesus Christ to the glory and praise of God. Amen. Good morning. I am very honored to be here this morning. and um, I pray for your patience with me. I got the, a title for my prayer. I actually have a titled prayer. God touched me with this. I don't know where I heard it from. 
but it really kind of touched my heart personally. Sometimes, this is the title, sometimes we are so focused on ourselves and the future that we don't realize that we're in the middle of what we used to pray for. That's a very long title, I know. But it really, really touched my heart. Sometimes we do get so preoccupied. And I'm going to be mentioning, by the way, during the prayer, I'll be mentioning our educational system and, and uh, you know, our, our schools and universities. And I'm not condemning them. There are, there are uh, factors of light within them for Jesus. And we need to be praying for our educators constantly, uh, for those that do show his light for the kids to see. So don't think I'm trying to be derogatory towards everybody that's involved in education. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we praise you. God, you are so good to us. We have been, uh, sometimes I think with, with all the blessings that we have in this land, we've been kind of lulled to sleep. We've been walking around with a spiritual security blanket on and and Lord God I, I I don't think that's your will for us Father I think our blanket sometimes hides our light and so Lord God we come humbly before you this day asking for your forgiveness as your church in this land we have sat silently with little or no resistance and surrender to what is evil in your sight. And now we see the judgment at hand and can know that it is fitting as you discipline those that you love. Father, we need to repent from a dir the direction that we are headed in, not meaning to turn and run from it, but rather to turn and by the power of the Holy Spirit stand even in the midst of of the spiritual battle that we have for, for so long labeled with names and circumstances that have allowed us to justify our timidity at the sacrifice of our sons and daughters and grandkids and great-grandkids as they are indoctrinated in our schools and universities to worldly theologies that can only lead to spiritual demise in the form of loving themselves before all others, including you, O oh God. Lord, this has even seeped into your church. Father, forgive us. We have also turned a blind eye right along with many of our elected officials to the children crossing our border in the south, as well as the plight within our borders both of these concerning child trafficking, kidnapping, abuse, and even murder. God, forgive us and wake us from our slumber. Hear our prayer, Father. Lord God, we need your strength through the power of your Holy Spirit that dwells within us to be prayer warriors for your glory that all might come to know you, Father, and justice once again reign in our land. Help our government representatives 
to understand who their true leader is and Father, guide us in our decision-making processes to sift out the full truth, focusing in the direction that glorifies you best. Keep us mindful that our salvation is not in anyone but you. Help us as your church in the efforts we make in turning away from the spiritlessness that has been trying to engulf us for so long now. Guide us with your spirit to thirst for more of you as we fill our hearts and minds through constant prayer, persistent time in your word, and submission to your will and loving discipline that we might be the light that this world so desperately needs. All glory and honor and praise to you, God, so thankful for your son and it's in his name that we come to you this morning amen my prayer topic is the congregation and I will be touching on unity of believers, a communion of saints, uh, living in harmony, working together, and seeking God for the health of the church and to the glory of God. First, that a congregation cannot please God unless it has faith. We need to continue being a church seeking God. Hebrews says, and without faith it is, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. And, uh, regarding being like-minded, Philippians says, make my joy complete by being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and of one mind. Do nothing out of self selfish ambition or vain conceit, rather in humility, value others above yourselves, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interests of others in your relationships with one another. Have the same mindset as Christ Jesus. I will be uh, praying scripture, if you would please join me. Heavenly Father, we call you into our presence now that we may seek you with all of our heart and give you glory. Like Jeremiah, we look for you with all of our heart so that we may be found. We desire to serve you with a whole heart and willing mind. For the Lord looks into all hearts and understands every plan and thought. Lord, I thank you for this congregation before me today, and I thank you for the endless love that you shower upon us, that through you we may be one unit, one body in Christ. Psalm 133 rejoices, how good and pleasant it is for when brothers live together in unity, keeping harmony. May we all live together in him, keeping him our focus, building each other up, comforting and encouraging each other. Consider how we may spur one another on towards love and good deeds, refraining from the negative but expanding on the positive and meaningful words of encouragement and working hand in hand and side by side. Choose to agree 
to work together. Amos 3.3 asks, how can two walk together without agreeing? So we must choose to agree to walk together. Making every effort to keep unity of the spirit through the bond of peace, being completely humble and gentle, patient, bearing with one another in love. As apostle, Paul writes to Philippians, may the love of Christ and fellowship of the spirit provide tenderness and compassion to make joy complete being like-minded, having the same love, being one in spirit and purpose, so that we do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit, but in humility consider others better than ourselves. May our attitude be the same of that as Christ Jesus. Let us edify each other so that we may live in harmony. The God who gives endurance and encouragement gives us a peace of unity among ourselves as we follow Christ Jesus so that with one heart and one mouth we may glorify God and Father of our Lord Christ Jesus. Lord Jesus, just before you were arrested and crucified, you prayed for us in these words to the Father. I pray for those who believe in, in me through their message that all of them may be one. Father, just as you are in me and I am in you. May they also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. I have given them the glory that you gave me, that they may be one as we are one, I in them, you in me. May they be brought to complete unity and let the world know that you sent me and have loved me even as you have loved me. Lord, we are grateful for your blessings upon us. We stand united in the Holy Spirit, for there is one body, one spirit, called to one hope, one Lord, one faith, one baptism, one God, and Father of all. And as one body, Lord, prepare your people for works of service so that the body of Christ may be built up to obtain the fullness of Christ, for the Christ is the head. From him, the whole body is joined and held together, and we make up every supporting ligament doing its work. Each of us are given a gift to contribute to the body. May, may each of us right now consider how we individually can continue to support the cause, and may our faith move us to action in filling so many needs. Be happy to have people in your home and eat with them. Hebrews reminds us, do not forget to be kind to strangers and let them in your home. Some people have even had angels in their homes without knowing it. Share with one another meals and possessions. In brotherly love, let us not love with words or talk alone, but let us love with actions of what we do and in truth, being sincere, grateful for each other, welcoming all who enter here. As Paul writes to Colossians, God has chosen us, made holy and loved by him because of this. Your new life should be full of loving pity, being kind to others and having no pride, being gentle and willing to wait on others, try to understand people, forgive each other. If you have something against someone, forgive them. That is the way the Lord forgave you. Lord, thank you for loving us. No eye has ever seen, no ear has ever heard, or no mind has ever thought of the wonderful things God has made ready 
for us who love him. We close with 2 Corinthians. Finally, brothers, aim for perfection. Be of one mind. Live in peace. And the love and peace of God will be with you. Amen. I didn't hear enough amens after that. Amen. Amen. Isn't this been wonderful to approach the throne together? I have redemption. <clears throat> and again, my humble efforts. Um, he's smiling. He's smiling. He hears each and every prayer in our heart. And as we affirm and confirm each other, as we um, heard all these prayers and, and said amen in our hearts, um, those bowls in heaven, those big bowls in heaven are being filled up. And one day, someone will send up the last prayer for that bowl, and he will return and take us home. So, let's enter in here <clears throat> about redemption. Father, in Isaiah, on this mountain, the Lord Almighty will prepare a feast of rich food for all peoples, a banquet of aged wine, the best of meats and the finest of wines. On this mountain, he will destroy the shroud that enfolds all peoples, the sheet that covers all nations. God, you will swallow up death forever. The sovereign Lord will wipe away the tears from all our faces. He will remove his people's disgrace from all the earth. And the Lord has spoken. And in that day, he will say, surely this is, we will say, Surely this is our God. We trusted in him and he saved us. This is the Lord we trusted in him. Let us rejoice and be glad in his salvation. Surely you are our God, Father. We put our trust in you. We ask forgiveness for times we have placed an idol before you. Forgive us, Father. You are our great redeemer. In such a times... As these, where evil is called good and good is called evil, you stand in righteousness and justice and truth. And hear these prayers of your remnant saints on this earth. You proclaimed in your In Isaiah again, we join in the song. We have a strong city. God makes salvation its walls and ramparts. Open the gates that the righteous nation may enter. Father, the nation that keeps faith, you will keep in perfect peace. Those whose minds are steadfast because they trust in you. Trust in the Lord forever. For the Lord, the Lord himself, is the rock eternal. Yes, Father, you make us strong. It's in trusting you that we become strong. Yes, Lord, walking in the ways of your laws, we wait for you. Your name and renown are the desires of our hearts. Our souls yearn for you in the night. In the morning, our spirit longs for you. Hear our humble prayers, Father, the petitions of our hearts. 
the day of redemption lies ahead, even as we live now in your redemption. Keep us faithful, fill us with the Holy Spirit, so that we will be your light in this dark world. Help us to share with all the hope of your salvation. Show us clearly, Father, each step as we walk ahead in faith and serve our city, serve our church. Father, make us faithful. May you arrive back one day and instead of saying, shall I find any faith on this earth? You will find faith, Father. We empty ourselves to be filled with your spirit, Father, to be led and convicted, taught, loved, and nurtured. Thank you for loving us so very much. And it's in Jesus' precious name that we all pray together. Amen. Amen. It's been an honor and a privilege to be able to come before the throne of grace to seek help, which we've done today. As we play this last song, we're going to be down front. If you need prayer for any reason, healing, if you know somebody, we all know people that need Jesus. If you want prayer in particular, for someone close to you, family member, come down front. We're here to pray with you. Anyhow, it's been good to be here in the house of the Lord this morning. Thank you. Every week, we are encouraged to share our faith with those whom we cross paths with. You guys all know this. This is the gospel track that the church has provided for you, the congregation, to use as a tool to do just that. Yes, we, we proclaim the gospel of Jesus Christ through our words. And this is our proclamation in written form of just that. Help yourself. There's a table out there with these. I will often pass these out at restaurants. I will, if I get gasoline and fill up, I will stick this right in the, the credit card slot. There's only one way that the kingdom of God is going to grow, and that's through the propagation of the gospel message. And this is one way to do it. This is one way to help us. Would you please pray with me? Father, thank you for this time. Thank you for this service. Protect us as we go forward. Protect us, Father, 
as we seek to do your will. We praise you and we give you all the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.